0: Hi guys, this is Vidas and Osha. Let's start episode 127 of Ask uh, Vidas and Osha podcast. Uh, Today's question was sent by Lila and she writes Thank you for all your advice about organ playing, especially the pedal virtuoso course that I'm taking now. Regarding the arpeggios, is it ok to not to follow with both legs, when one foot is playing the highest or lowest notes on the pedal board? I keep my other foot on the note that I need to play when switching legs. For example, in case of B minor arpeggios I keep my left foot on D while keep playing with the right foot upward and backward. I followed your suggestion to use the F-sharp minor pedal signs for B minor and it seems to work better. Thank you, Lila. Um, Isn't that great that uh, F-sharp minor pedal uh, version works for B minor Osha?
1: Yes, excellent.
0: Sometimes you get uh, uh, advantages of discovering similarities between the keys and uh, transferring one type of Pedaling to another key, which works sometimes with sharps, sometimes with flats.
1: Yes, that's nice. That's really you no know, a big help.
0: And save the time. Um, so her question is about. Uh,
1: about body position, basically, you no. Know.
0: Keeping uh, either one foot in place or uh, or uh, moving that foot. Together with another foot, upward and downward, what would you suggest?
1: Well, I would say that most of the organ schools would suggest to keep both feet together.
0: But in case of, let's say, B minor, you have... Uh, a, in the middle of the pedal board, you have you, you use both feet. But then it goes very high, then you only need to use the right foot. What about the left foot then?
1: It can it st- stay in the middle. I would say.
0: I Be- think so too. Because
1: otherwise, you might fall down on the pedal. Bed, pedal, you know, if you will shift your entire body too much, to the one side.
0: It's uh, a unnecessary burden, I think. Sure. Yes. Uh, and in general, it's quite. Uh, Difficult to keep your balance on on the pedal board while switching directions. You have to push off with opposite foot to switch direction of your knees in order not to simply uh, hurt your knees, right?
1: Yes. And, you know, remember that you must feel comfortable on the organ. Not like on the couch at home, but, but still, you know, it, it shouldn't hurt and it shouldn't be very much uncomfortable. And if it feels like that, it means that something might be, you know, wrong.
0: Should Lila stick with the Pedal Virtuoso course or uh, would it be beneficial for her to supplement her menu with real organ music?
1: Well, definitely supplement it with, with the real organ music. Because you might get bored only by playing, you know, exercises.
0: And exercises don't get you real-life experiences. Sure, sure. They're isolated isolated techniques uh, which uh, develop one certain aspect of your playing, uh, of your skill, which is good. But in real music, you need all kinds of... uh, abilities right
1: yes especially you no know, well while playing organ you also need to work on the coordination
0: mm-hmm. and if
1: you will play only pedals you know for a long time then you know your coordination might you know not be as, 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 as good so you need to combine all those you know practices do some of the pedal work and then do some of the rep- repertoire
0: Maybe play a scale or two, or arpeggio or two, for starters, for warming up.
1: Yes, definitely. It would be a good beginning, you know, to warm up.
0: And with your fingers too. Sure. Something technical. For example, I like to kind of warm up with improvisation nowadays. Because I can warm up and slowly, gradually feel the keyboard... And the pedals too, uh, because I improvise with my feet as well. What about you, Osha? How do you warm up?
1: (laughs) I warm up with dictations, you know, playing to my students.
0: It measures.
1: Because I have so many, you know, (coughs) classes that I teach, 27 a week, so I get plenty of warm-up with my hand at least, you know.
0: Do you play the same dictation over and over again every... Uh, the same, at the same day? Or you have different ones? No,
1: I have different classes, so I play different mm. dictations. Some, some of them, most of them are actually three-part dictations, but some are two-part, and some is only one voice.
0: Uh, do students like those dictations?
1: Oh, no. We hate them, most mm. of them.
0: Do you like them?
1: Well, yes. Why not?
0: <laughs> and why do you like and, and your students don't?
1: Because I can have, you no know, a music score in front of me and we just have to write it down by ear. So that's another story. And we are hard dictations, so I understand why we don't like them.
0: Do they have syncopations?
1: Yes, syncopations. Dated rhythms? Suspensions, dated rhythms and all kinds of things.
0: They're like short musical compositions. That's right. Like preludes of yes. eight measures. Yes, yes. Uh, and sometimes they do sound like preludes when they are three, four parts.
1: Yes, those three-part dictations, you could play them as a preludes.
0: Mm-hmm. Even, uh, I would say, two-part dictations sometimes yeah. sound convincing.
1: Because we have like secondary dominance and some of them have modulations even.
0: Mm. So. So, so you teach your students the skills for real-life improvisation, I think.
1: Well, yes, but, no. dictations are mainly, you know, uh, meant to improve the pitch, musical pitch, Mm -hmm. hearing.
0: To, To help them understand what they're listening to. Sure. In real life. And that's not necessarily enough for creating your own music, right?
1: That's right.
0: You have another class, harmony. Yes. which is a transition between between playing repertoire uh, listening to what you play and then uh, improvising creating your own music uh, har- harmony is sort of in between step right
1: That's right it's very important to know
0: Good so um, Lila should also supplement her her exercises to with real music you think
1: yes yes
0: all right um, uh, what about uh, let's see uh-huh. um, what about uh, other uh, pedal virtuoso exercises you uh, I have I think uh, uh, not only scales there but also uh, Arpeggios over the tonic chord, Mm -hmm. arpeggios over the dominant seventh chord, Mm -hmm. arpeggios over the diminished seventh chord, and even, um, I believe, chromatic scales with single voice and with octaves. So it's a really comprehensive uh, approach. Not many people finish what they start, as I read, but those who do... Uh, then thank me later, and thank themselves too.
1: Yes. Excellent. Uh,
0: so if if you have the stamina to succeed, if you really wanted so badly to develop your uh, uh, ankle flexibility, like Marcel Dupre taught, um, so then then playing scales, arpeggios, and uh, with one foot and both feet is very beneficial in the long run, but you have to not forget the real music.
1: Yes, definitely. You know, the real music is the most important. I think all these exercises we supplement the repertoire very well. Uh,
0: they are servants. Sure. For yes. repertoire, yes. It's it's not the goal to master those uh, exercises. It's a means means to. It's a tool. Yes. They have to serve you and if you don't enjoy playing technical exercises don't play them right this is for people who do enjoy like lila and others and uh, hundreds of others actually who who love uh, isolated technical exercises but other people cannot stand them so they do something else we need to always uh, find the balance between what we can be passionate about, right, and yes. and what we can do long-term. Thank you, guys. This was Vidas. And Usha. Um Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This is really fun. And remember, when you practice,
1: miracles happen.